Welcome to It's In My Queue, the podcast where we talk about TV pilots. I'm Kara. And I'm Adina. And today we're talking about Gossip Girl 2021. Yes. Um, in case you missed it, I think last December or November. I think it was November because we did it around Thanksgiving last oh, year. Oh, yes. Last November. We spoke about the original Gossip Girl series that came out in 2007. Honestly, this might be like a year almost exactly because That's I think we crazy. did it in early November last year. Yeah. This was not planned. I just remembered that that was one that we said we were going to do and we hadn't watched it yet. Um, so, uh, and now we're back and we're also back with friend of the pod, Mia. Hello, Mia. Uh, Hello. Uh, how are you today? Good morning. I'm doing well, better than you guys because I'm three hours ahead of you so I'm like awake <laughs> yeah no um for reference it is eight in the morning um I would only get up at eight in the morning to talk about Gossip Girl frankly even <laughs> this iteration of Gossip yeah, Girl that's fair. um I was really just looking forward to Adina's thoughts and Mia's thoughts uh because I'm the only one that has seen it so yeah well I have thoughts and you did live text me a little when you were watching the series last year and gave me, I don't want to say a spoiler because you find it out. There's something in the original series that you don't know till the end that you find out in the reboot like immediately. Oh, I spoiled it in our uh, episode, so I'm, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't even feel like this is a spoiler because you find yeah, out within I don't, like, yeah, 10 I minutes. Yeah, I think that's just the premise. Teachers, no. like, our gossip yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a refreshing idea that you know immediately. Mm-hmm rather than waiting but yeah you texted me a lot about that last year my overall take on this like you said mia is it had some cool ideas it felt like they were like if we were gonna redo gossip girl what are some cool things we could do to mix it up and they had a few good ideas but the execution was just not there well i will share the text that mia sent me at some point last year so remember last year we were talking about how in the original Gossip Girl you find out that Dan is Gossip Girl and it makes no fucking sense. Um, but in this series they made a point of saying they weren't going to keep Gossip Girl a secret. It wasn't that wasn't going to be a thing because there was so much build up to it and the payoff was terrible. It fell really flat. So they were just going to tell us right off the bat. Um, Gossip Girl are this group of teachers, um, and I remember when I. Mia found this out because uh, I don't think I had initially said I think that you listened to our other Gossip Girl episode and you texted me in the middle of listening and you said yeah. the teachers are Gossip Girl? Prison! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no it is like just a horrible idea to wrap your It's awful in every regard because it's inappropriate and uh, and the, it's it's like it's like an idea that sounds cool when you come up with it in the moment like oh my god what if the teachers were gossip girl and then you'd be like oh my god that's so mm-hmm. cool but if you think about it for more than five minutes you should realize that it's not a good idea it's <laughs> because, also the way yeah. they do it is illegal i don't want to dismiss something just because the characters are not like moral upstanding citizens you know i, I yeah. don't like that mm-hmm. line of of criticism like people are talking a lot now about the movie tar sorry to just go off on like something different but you know it's like why is this woman so evil and like you know girl bosses are bad it's like well you can engage with a piece of media even if the characters are unlikable i mean come on we're not in the third grade yeah some people wish they were um (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I wish life was easier. You just have to make the evilness compelling is the thing. And what yeah. the way they did it with the teachers in this episode was not it for me. All right. Well, we'll get there later. Um, so here's some more. I'm not going to do too much on this because I did do a few mentions of it in our original Gossip Girl episode, if you want to take a look. But now we're going to talk specifically about the reboot. Um, so it was created by Joshua Safran as a continuation of the original, um, which was, like we said before, developed by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage for The CW. This is not on The CW, obviously. It's on HBO Max. Uh, it's It began in 2021, um, and season two is coming. Uh, Mia, season two will feature Georgina. Um, I just wanted to put Ooh. that out there. <laughs> uh, I... I'll bring that up. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so it is on HBO Max because there is, uh, frankly, a, a lot more adult content than there was in the original. Anyway, so Joshua Safran, what, like I said um, last year, he was an executive producer on the original Gossip Girl, but he left after season five. He went to go showrun Smash. Um, that was the right decision. Yeah. But now he is the showrunner for this specific, he's the creator and showrunner of this specific iteration. It's present day, a new generation of these Manhattan private school students, but this time more diverse. Um, they deal with their own new iteration of Gossip Girl that appears at the start of their new school year to keep them in check. Um, it does have the same continuity as the original series, which we see with quite a few references in the first episode that continue throughout also with some uh cameos from characters from the original show later on in the season um like i said in season two georgina will appear Ugh, that's exciting to me anyway so this was given a straight to series order from hbo max in 2019 and it was originally slated to begin filming in march 2020 remember what happened in march 2020 COVID hit um so it got delayed um they didn't start filming until november 2020 Okay, that actually redeems for me a little bit. You wrote in the notes, like, sorry, Adina. Yeah, no, see, I, I remembered, I, like, remembered that, and then I thought to myself, oh, this was still in 2020 when they wrote this, so I kind of... Yeah give them that with the yeah, COVID no reference. i i actually like that a lot better now now that i know that it feels like more of a meta joke about how the series got delayed um mm -hmm. so yeah i give them a pass Okay, yeah, no, because I, I remembered that, and I was like, oh, Dina hates COVID media. Um, but no, anyway. I, I have issues when, depending on how it's done. I actually wrote about this for our newsletter last did, year. If you want to go look at it, I wrote about different shows that incorporated COVID into the storyline well, and some that did it poorly. And this one, I think that's fine, now that I know it's kind of a reference to the show getting delayed. Yes. So Yeah, it's not. I, I don't think it's overpowering. They just sort of the kids come back to school and they're like, oh, this is so much better mm -hmm. than being on Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a bad reference. Um, also, uh, there was this whole interview like right before this came out. Um, I've like followed the news of this closely because, as we know, Gossip Girl is my favorite show. Um, so I was going to watch this uh, whether people liked it or not. Um, and I will still watch it, even though I don't like it. Um, so there's this interview where Joshua Safran was talking about how this will be different from the original, um, in certain ways that they're like, uh, that, you know, the kids are slightly more socially conscious, aware of the world around them, which 
the way that that was worded pissed a lot of people off. Um, like before anyone had even seen the show. Um, and then I started watching it and I was like, it's just the one character. And even then he's not very socially conscious. I was thinking maybe he meant like about like sexuality, perhaps sexual identity. Um, because the original series, it premiered in 2007. Yes. I think someone being like outed as a gay, for example, at their school in the original series is like, you know, a very different than a kid potentially coming out now. I'm not trying to minimize the difficulties that that entails, but Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. series is a little more freewheeling with like, there are characters who are pansexual or bisexual and no it's like not a big deal no one cares yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no and that also that does come into play later that is a big plot point in season one Mm -hmm. uh with one of the characters aki poor guy um but oh the like thruple thing mm -hmm. are those people gonna make a thruple yes it looked like it yeah Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, what 16-year-old is, like, good enough at time management to, like, manage a thruple? <laughs> no, they, like, have a whole thing about it. Anyway, um, but I I do actually think he did mean, he did talk a little bit about social justice in it, which is why some people were so confused. Um, it wasn't just about sexuality, even though it's very clear, like, that is, like, you know, a lot less of a thing than it would have been in 2007. That's, it's interesting because I think in the original you have Dan being like I'm different I'm not rich and I'm I'm down to earth and I care about like working class people but it's sort of like an in joke in a way because it's like oh he lives in Brooklyn and then they have this like absolutely amazing loft in Brooklyn yeah. and also like there are extremely wealthy parts of Brooklyn I mean you know it's like crazy the juxtaposition Dan also just wanted to be them so like I never mm. believed him when he was like and I think mm. yeah oh for sure and then the uh, the guy whose name I don't remember because everyone's names are confusing in this um the really the guy they call the quote guilty rich oh OB yes yeah, yeah. so I feel like you have the Dan on the inside Mm-hmm. this time yeah. not dan as in gossip girl dan as in like the guy who's trying to be more down to earth yeah and which is don't... Mm-hmm. which is a little yeah. different because the only socially conscious i would say socially conscious character really in the original series was vanessa who very vanessa. much was an outsider um yeah so but honestly still the way that people blew that comment out of proportion uh was very silly to me because then i watched the show and they're all still very in their little bubble even if they think they're not so i was like yeah you all just needed to wait and watch this yeah there's a line that i think really encapsulates it that i thought was like probably the best line in the in the pilots when we get to that Mm -hmm. i might have written it down um but yeah so a little two more facts we have uh similar hallmarks to the original so like the original each episode title is a reference to like some piece of media like television movie book um there is a big deal thanksgiving episode uh so thanksgiving episodes are still a thing um in fact they aired the first six episodes in july like starting in july 2021 it was like six for six weeks and then they took a break and they aired part two closer to thanksgiving 
because of the Thanksgiving episode. So there was like a long pause in between uh, while we waited for it to be seasonally appropriate. Um, And then there's also lots of pop culture cameos and references. There is a cameo from uh, that guy, uh, Jeremy O'Harris, later on. It fits. So it worked. Um, And also I would... Oh, sorry. Sorry, was he in the writer's room the whole season, or did he not come on until season two? Like... I don't think he was in the writer's room for this. Okay. I think he just produces okay. on it. Yeah, I think um, so. But I don't think he writes. There he might write for season two. Like, I feel like he wrote that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, don't quote me on that, because I don't really know, but I don't think he wrote on season one. Um, but I do know he loves it, um, which is... The tracks. And then also we have the music supervisor. Um you had this this is the guy that took over for Alexandra Potts of us, so big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Um it's his name is Rob Lowry. Um so music also plays a pretty big part in Gossip Girl, like like this Gossip Girl iteration that it did in the original. Um so there are lots of lots of big mm-hmm. needle drops. Uh I, the original Gossip Girl soundtrack is like impeccable. I still have like a lot of those songs. On it my is Spotify like great. all the time. It's, um, it's pretty perfect. I can like sometimes if a song comes on and I hear it, I'll be like, I know which exact moment mm-hmm. of Gossip yeah, Girl this happened at. Yeah. Um, so I it's think like... when you move to New York, you're you're um, for you have to like you're contractually obligated to like stare out the cab window while New York I Love You But You're Bringing Me Down plays and pretend that you're on the original gospel. Yeah, love it. Um, So before we get into the episode, I will say that I feel like this iteration is, even though it is made by someone who was involved in the original series, it feels so different to me. Um, And I think for a couple of reasons, I think one, it's on a completely different channel. And two, it, I just think that we are in a time where teen dramas are going to skew more towards things like Euphoria. Um, and this feels like slightly more like a Euphoria type Gossip Girl in yeah. some ways. Um, so in that sense, after now Adina and I have seen the first episode of Euphoria and declared it was not for us... Um, but I sooner it, I would rather watch Euphoria than watch the rest of this because Euphoria knows what it is. This show kind of feels true. like it was falling into the cracks in between original Gossip Girl and Euphoria, and it didn't mm-hmm. know where it was trying to stand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's just too bad. And like, in some ways, I don't fully blame them because like the mark, you know, you can't exactly win. You couldn't have made it like the original because it's not 2007. Yeah. But I'm like I don't think being more like Euphoria is necessarily the answer for it either. Yeah. Well, I mean, this has been the reviews are very mixed. Most critics mm-hmm. don't like it, but it does have like fans do, and I think those fans are younger. I I won't lie. Really. Um. I would think a lot of them are coming from the original because I think. Like, I can completely understand why Adina is like, yeah, I never want to look at this again. And I also completely understand why Kara is like, yeah, I'll watch it no matter what. Because I've seen the original Gossip Girl enough times that I am, like, hooked in here. 
if another if an original character is going to come back for five minutes, then I want to watch. Yeah. And I also like the moment. I don't even have to care about the characters necessarily to be sucked in by like the huge closets and the pretty things, you know, mm-hmm. like that's half the appeal of the original. Yeah. And I don't, you know, that's that's escapism. Yeah. Um, which it's also funny because Joshua Safran said in that same interview where he said that the characters are more socially conscious that uh, there would be less of the escapism. But I was like, I don't think that happened. I do think that it is getting some nostalgia views from, you know, yeah. the people that did watch the original. But I will say I feel like the people that I see tweeting about it are very much um, teens slash young adults. Um, I mean, that's a good so, thing, I guess. Like, reaching the younger audience is probably much more important for this show. And, like, I've tried to get my sister to watch this iteration of Gossip Girl because I've had her watch a few episodes of the original Gossip Girl, and she wasn't that into it. But she watches Euphoria, so I feel like she would be more into this version. Mm -hmm. And I told her, you don't really need to see the original. Because she was like, but do I need to see the original? She doesn't watch a lot of TV. Um, It's like, every so often I'll be like, I really think you would like this. And then she gets mad at me for suggesting it because she's like, I don't watch television. Um... And then she'll, like, watch something that I told her to watch and be like, I loved that. And it's like, because I only recommend you things you would like. Anyway, let's begin. This episode is called Just Another Girl on the MTA. It is written by Joshua Safran and directed by Karina Evans. And it aired on July 8th, 2021. This was my mother's birthday. And I do vividly remember um, I woke up. I said happy birthday to my mother. I got my coffee and I went back up to my room. And I watched this and I sat there after it was over and I kind of went, huh. Anyway, now we're going to talk about it. So the episode begins, um, it's the New York subway. Um, it's the, like the one that goes over ground. Um, and Kate, Oh my God, Karen, (laughs) I could not remember the names I get. I get like, you know, terms confused with, um, the London tube system. So, oh, wrote, I'm so sorry that we're not posh enough. <laughs> so I didn't know what to write. So I wrote the overground train and I was like, that's probably wrong. Um, and then, uh, so anyway, this is Kate, who we see on the train. Um, we don't know who she is yet. Um, and she's watching this like influencer story. Without headphones. On the train. On the train in New York. That is crazy. No. I was like, where are your headphones? Um, she looks generally unenthused. I feel like her whole thing is like, life is awful and I am oppressed. Um, but I would like to take this moment here to say, Kate is played by uh, Tavi, how do I say her last name? Gevinson? Anyway, I'm looking up, Tavi Gevinson is 26 years old. Um, she plays a teacher. The next person we see is Jordan Alexander, who was uh, the person on the influencer on Kate's phone. Jordan Alexander is 29 years old. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is vibes of like how on you the guy that plays that 19 year old neighbor that love quinn gets with is actually older than older victoria, than victoria Pedretti. Pedretti. <laughs> they're trying to be like she's a cougar and this man is older than her yeah. It's also funny because, and I, I don't know if this is like an in-joke, sort of, but like Tabby does get cast as teenagers a lot because she's very petite. Yeah. So I don't know if that was supposed to be like an in-joke, but I feel like if you don't follow like indie film and theater, then you I mean, I think it kind of that. works for her character that she is relatively young uh, because... I mean, if the whole conceit is that the teachers feel threatened by the students, like, that makes a little more sense to me with a young teacher of, like, she kind of feels like she's still in high school and she's not popular. So. Yeah. I actually do think most of the people playing teenagers are, in fact, older than her. Let's get back to what we were doing. Um, So we are now in said influencer's house. This is Julian. Um, She's getting ready for her day. And she starts sending texts to her friends for approval. Um, I say friends, but they're also, like, her team. Uh, Mm -hmm. So first you see Monet. Um, Actually, I quite enjoy Monet. Mm -hmm. Um, But I enjoy a mean girl. So uh, She's the only character whose name that I knew before starting this, so. That's probably because I talked about her. Um, No, I saw other people talking about her, too. Yeah, because she is actually interesting but didn't get enough screen yeah, time she's, she's compelling yeah she could be the blair yes and that's we will get to that in a second because i have gripes with some people on the internet um mm-hmm. anyway uh, so monet is you know having her breakfast alone she's got like the servants standing in the back and then a bunch of dogs and she you know sends the text back um to and then we also see luna who is also getting ready for her day, um, sending another text back. And then we see, uh, we cut back to Julian's apartment, or home, uh, and we see her dad, Davis. Uh, He says that he's going to LA for a session with Billy Eilish, if you didn't realize that. Um, And he'll be back on Friday, um, so he says, have a great first day. So this this is where Julia mentions that, you know, they had COVID and now they're back in school, in regular school um, for the new year. Um, and then Julian kisses a picture of a woman that is sitting on her desk. She like, you know, before she leaves, it's like her little, her little ritual thing. Uh, and she gets ready to go. Next, we are in Max's house. Um, Max is also interesting to me as a character slash played by one of the only people that can act. Uh, Anyway, so Max is at his house. He's getting ready for school. Um, His dads are there and also like some assistant lady that I don't think we ever see again. We cut to the Navy Yard strike line, which I didn't know what this was until he said it later, but I did write it down and go back uh, after he said that. Um, But this is Obi and he's outside with these workers who are on strike. He brought them some breakfast. Then we cut to Audrey's bedroom. Um, this is Audrey and her boyfriend, Aki, and they are attempting to have sex, and it is not going well. Audrey cannot get off. Which is not I... that... I mean, they're young. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're in high um, school. Yeah, well, they're... And they're sort of... This is seen as sort of done like they're, you know, 40 and in couples counseling, you know? 
Yeah, and yeah. they were like, like oh, it's okay. We were together for all of quarantine, so like mm-hmm. that's why we're it's tired hard of for each you. other. And it was like you used to like it when blah blah blah. You know, yeah. it's like okay, guys. It was like only two beats, <laughs> and the scene that comes back to it later on, we'll talk about that when we get there. But I yeah. was like. kind of a weird like on the one hand like good that they're almost addressing the orgasm gap but also on the other hand like it didn't look like he was trying all that hard to do different things that would well he was also bored i feel like i should i should i should have made that clear they're both bored um here's where i will say my thing uh that bothered me about some of the people on the internet so Audrey is um, the daughter of a fashion designer who is played by Laura Benanti. You meet her later. Um, and so people tried to make her out to be the next Blair. And I said, she's clearly a minor be, character in this pilot. You have to be fucking kidding me um, because uh, she isn't that mean. And I was like, she's also not the be- most popular. She was clearly a side character. Yeah, so I I sat there looking like you have to be kidding me because it's very clear that Monet is the one that was taken from the Blair archetype. Um, yeah, and I there was a Monet moment later in the episode that made me think she was going to try to usurp uh, Julian for like the crown. Yeah, by which I mean the Queen Bee crown, not like mm-hmm. Netflix's yeah. mm-hmm. crown. Yes, and I spent most of season one watching, going, "Why is Monet not the it girl?" Mm-hmm. Frankly, uh, that I, that seems like it will be addressed in season two, but it took too long to get there. Anyway, let's go back to the episode. So next, we get into Zoya's apartment. This is Zoya. It's her first day of school too. She pulls out a box of brand new nice shoes. Um, you see her look over at the same picture that Julian had. But uh, so we see her dad, Nick. They're talking about how it's Zoya's first day at Constance Billard. And, you know, Zoya starts alluding to how things were bad in Buffalo. They've just moved here. Um, she says that her college choices are going to be way better at Constance. And Zoya's dad looks a little concerned. Um, and it's because we learn that uh, Zoya's half sister, Julian, goes to Constance and uh, she's like, I'm not gonna, I probably will only see her in passing. She's a junior anyway, and Zoya's um, a freshman. So, uh, and then as she's starting to leave, Nick comments on her shoes because he did not buy them for her. Uh, And she's like, they were a moving gift from Bella. Uh, She lies. And I will say in a scene, I took a big issue with it initially. And Kara, this was the scene that I texted Kara. I said, I'm three minutes into this pilot and I hate it. Am I being unfair? (laughs) And I disliked it because Zoya, like, she has this, like, set of lines where she just talks to her dad. Like, of course we had to move here from Buffalo because blah, 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 it's your job. And I got this scholarship and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is so dumb and clunky. But after seeing later in the pilot, it kind of redeemed it for me of why she was being so weird and, like, reassuring her dad. So I will say that Mm -hmm. changed my mind about it a little. Yeah. There was a, like, tweet going around recently that was, like, I love it in films when someone's oh, like, yeah. hello, my little yeah, brother. I, I haven't too. seen you in, what, three months? And this very much felt like that. But I guess this is where I'll say that I um, I don't have HBO Max, and I actually torrented this episode. Oh, and I, um, the site that I was using, I know, Jail, um, <laughs> started playing 
automatically the last episode so I watched like five minutes of that <laughs> thinking that it was the pilot and it was there was this moment of the exact same exposition dialogue of like but we always go to so-and-so's on New Year's we have since we yeah. were 13 and I was like yeah. okay well that's not that long of a time and so that that doesn't get better yeah the dialogue <laughs> no. was not a strength here um which is unfortunate because I feel like the original one of the things I liked so much about the original was like the witty exchanges like yeah. every, people had great one-liners and stuff and I feel like here yes they were trying to substitute references for mm-hmm. good dialogue and well, that doesn't it work it worked on the original though it did the it Gilmore did. Girls-esque thing no, of just it works when you also references. have good dialogue but you can't substitute yeah. references for good dialogue mm-hmm. yeah let's continue so now we're actually at Constance Billard uh we're here it is the school um and so Luna and Monet are helping Julian um, prepare for her first day of school shoot. She has to, you know, uh, take lots of pictures and show off her amazing life because she's an influencer. Um, and then, you know, some teachers are walking around. Monet is rude to them as they arrive. Um, and then they're talking about first day of junior year. Julian hits her bag and hits Ms. Keller, who is Kate, the woman from the train. And so she spills her coffee on her jacket. And then Luna and Monet bully her a little bit. Uh, One of them says, Rayon gives me nosebleeds. Could you move? And then another of them says, we should have a no Zara rule at school. Uh, Because, you know, she's she's wearing clothes from Zara. She's a working class lady. Um, And then uh, Kate goes inside with another teacher named Martine. They're talking about how the students are very mean and they seemed so much nicer over Zoom. And of course they did because they were texting about you in the chat uh, and you couldn't see it. Uh, And then a woman comes out, this is another teacher, her name is Wendy, and she tells Martine that the headmistress needs to see her. Um, The headmistress is played by Donna Murphy. We don't see her this episode. I was Um, waiting for the reveal of the headmistress and I I like half expected based on the power that they say she wields that she sort of listens to the very rich parents and changes grades at their you know urging and, and encourages the teachers to do the same fires them if they don't I was waiting for the headmistress to be someone from like the original like a Georgina or something like that mm-hmm. and I don't know, like someone pulling the strings who's like in this world. And if you're going to have someone who's in this world, why not make it someone we already know? I mean, I guess, but I also can't imagine any of the original characters wanting to come back to Constance. Yeah, but it was a little strange to me how much they completely glossed over the headmistress in this pilot, considering she's kind of a linchpin of the problem that was going on. And they kind of mm-hmm. were like, yeah. oh, the headmistress is firing everyone, but it's actually the kid's fault. And they just brush right past it. Listen, listen to me for, listen to my pitch for five seconds. This okay. Gossip Girl reboot and the headmistress is Ava Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> that would she would be, be like, I'm not so doing chaotic. <laughs> that would be she so would be, She so would be well, like, right? oh. I'm Gossip Girl, you're Gossip Girl, we're all Gossip Girl. She would have her own Gossip Girl no, account yeah. already. Yeah, she would be, it's true. No, I think that would be great. They, I think the kids would like her, actually. 
right? Would that no, not be so amused by tenfold? her? <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Amazing. Yeah, um, I like that. So, yeah, then uh, we go to the teacher's lounge faculty room place, um, and Kate is wiping herself off from the coffee she spilled, um, and she's talking to some other teachers about how all the students are awful, and they pick on them, and they they run the school, and they shouldn't be because they're children. Um, then Kate is like, this school used to have great people, and she starts name-dropping people, and also name-drops Nate Archibald, and I was like sitting there thinking- so I, funny. I was thinking to myself, I was like, Nate was not that great. It um, means he goes on to do something really important, though, and I was like, oh my god, does Nate get into politics because he's like a pretty figurehead? And I, I mean, like, really want to know. Yeah. Well, they did have that one line in the series finale where some, he was like getting off a plane and someone was asking him if he was thinking about running for mayor. And I was like, Nate is the oh, mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate is an idiot. I, I have to. Season six. <laughs> no, he like... is, but he's he's rich and he's beautiful, and I yeah. think he'd be a perfect politician in many ways. Absolutely. They also they name drop someone who went to the boarding school that my mother went to, so I was like, uh, she didn't go to a constant. <laughs> um, that's funny. <laughs> um, but then we hear someone say, "It's not like Nate Archibald was such a saint when we started," and this is Rebecca. Uh, who also went to Constance at the same time as... Was she as... an existing character from the original, or was she made up just for this moment? She is actually was mentioned. They, okay. like, do mention someone named Rebecca something in an episode that I can't remember. It's, like, a very throwaway. I okay, think I just wasn't sure. Two. She was, like, people thought I was yeah. Gossip Girl, so that's why I was, like, is she a major character that I just haven't heard of? We never see no, this Rebecca. She is yeah. mentioned. They okay. did pull a name that they had, like, talked about this girl. Um... But There's probably a girl named Rebecca somewhere on the Upper East Side. Rebecca talks about being a student at the same time as the original, like, people that were at Constance, like the ones we knew. Um, and she talks about how they were all scared to act out because of Gossip Girl, um, which she calls kind of like an Orwellian big sister. And then she talks about how eventually they learned it was Dan Humphrey uh and they're all like oh my god the writer then she pulls up the old gossip girl website and like leaves the room and the other teachers go to look at it um and one of the teachers the worst one you don't know why he's the worst one yet but he is um it suggests they try it and they all kind of laugh but you know the seed has been planted yeah. and that is why within like the first five minutes you know who gossip girl is um Anyway, then we're back outside at Constance. The friend group gets together. Um, Max walks up, then Obi. Um, Obi kisses Julian. This is her little boyfriend. Um, she's upset that he's rumpled and sweaty because she wanted him in her story. Like, at this point, he's kind of an Instagram boyfriend um, because of her influencer status. Um, and he's like, sorry, I went to bring... Uh, the strikers, the the workers on strike, their breakfast, and Max brings up the fact that Obi is protesting his parents' development. So like he was at a building that his parents are developing, yeah. like, and that sort of thing. Then um, Audrey and Aki walk up. They are like the couple of the group, um, but like posed in a boring married couple type of way. And I'm like, you're 16. Um, and then Max flirts with Audrey and Aki, and you're like, huh? Uh, then Julian is kind of looking around 
and they're all like, are you waiting for her? Um, her sister. Um, her friends are not on board with the thought of Zoya being there um, because Zoya, as we learn here, is a product of their mother leaving Julian's dad and cheating on him. She like fully up and runs away. Um, and then uh, after giving birth to Zoya, she died in childbirth. So uh, she died in childbirth. Do mm-hmm. they say that? I don't think they do, but she did. Oh, that is that is, is in fact how um, it happened. Julian is like, well, nothing's going to change. So they just right now, the friends just think that Zoya just showed up to this school and is trying to be a hanger on of Julian. Uh, and then we see Zoya. She makes her way up the steps and they kind of like make eye contact with each other. And like all of Julian's friends are like staring her down. And then Julian's like, I like her shoes. Um then we are back in the teacher's lounge. The teachers are still on Gossip Girl and they're like looking back at, you know, all of the old arc, the archive of old posts. And they're like, this school is a breeding ground for the worst kinds of people. Um, I think they can include themselves in that, though they wouldn't. Um, and Kate is like, we are their last hope. Um, okay. Uh, Martine comes in crying because she got fired. She didn't change a grade last year um when someone at, like mm-hmm. was trying to get her to do so um and Very so convenient that they waited until the first day of school had her come in and then fired her well, yeah they actually, and they're doing they that with a, a bunch about of that. other teachers they said something about like oh they needed an audience for like demonstrating yeah. their power oh, it was like okay. a humiliation like, thing really stupid um <laughs> it was a humiliation thing um well that just makes me think even more so that like who is this headmistress? Exactly, because, like, the headmistress mm-hmm. is the one that would have chosen, like, how and when to fire, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. the students. Yeah, so um, then other teachers are also getting fired for not, like, you know, cooperating. Uh, and then uh, Wendy decides that they need to bring these students down a peg, and she, like, randomly makes a Twitter account, and, like, they're like, we can bring back Gossip Girl. Um, and then they're standing in the hallway as kids are on their way to class and Kate crafts a very poorly, a very poor tweet. Um, and it's at the end of it, it's like, watch this space. Um, and she sends it and they're like, Ooh, we did something. I kind of appreciate that they had them be a little bad at it at first. That does like having them be a little bit bad at first does help sell, you know, when they're successful Mm -hmm. later. Cause it's like, Oh, they had to figure it out. But at the same yeah. time, it was like they go from not even realizing that these kids use Instagram instead of Twitter to being like really, really competent at using Instagram and they have these polished graphics yeah. and everything. I also thought it was really funny <laughs> that the Instagram handle Gossip Girl wasn't taken well, I mean, <laughs> in all this time. <laughs> that is true. Well, I feel, may, I really feel like the people that went through Gossip Girl were so traumatized that why would they ever bring that up again? Um, but some random yeah. person would have been like, I'm taking yeah. this handle. <laughs> True. Sorry, um, just like no, you're real right. world. Yeah. Um, then we head to the bathroom. Um, Zoya and Julian are both in there. Um, another person is also in there, but once she leaves, um, they get really excited to see each other. They hug. They have like a little matching tattoo that they got um, on their necks. So this is where we learned that they planned this behind their father's backs. 
so that's why Julian was like excited to see her sister mm-hmm. but she didn't tell her friends and that's why they're like why is she here I thought this was really sweet actually yeah like, I actually this, this, this really was the first cute. time no, I got interested cute. in the pilot and I think this mm-hmm. plot could have been and like does interest me a little bit the sisters thing and the fact that like they're doing it secretly mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I like that and I liked this reveal but yeah as the pilot went on the more they tried to explain and justify the setup of why they had to lie to everybody else and all of this the more convoluted it became i feel like almost if they had explained less i would have bought into it more but the more julian Mm. tried to explain this is why i couldn't tell my friends this is why i had to do this this is why we have to do that i was like why i think that my thing is i feel like I and this is one of the things I gave the show credit for is that I like the sister thing mm-hmm. um because like in one way Blair and Serena could always just stop being in each other's lives true um and like in a way these two can as well but they're family yeah like actually family like, to um, me that almost lowered the stakes by the end of the episode I really loved this scene and I think this this setup like it made the characters it really endeared me to them that like I do want to root for their their families and I want them to figure this out and their fathers to figure it out but then by the end of the episode where you set up this like you know it girl rivalry with the two of them to me that lowered the stakes because like they're related like at the end of the day they're family and it doesn't really matter how much they like fight because sisters fight also yeah. Zoya didn't want to be the it girl no she yeah. and she's not going to be is the thing like Julian was just kind of Julian is just attempting to like, like bring her into the fold yeah. in a way that Zoya doesn't necessarily want to be. Right, um, everything's for Instagram and everyone else. And is yeah, and like I got that they were saying that. They real. were like kind of Julian is kind of creating these problems because she's obsessed with how things look. And I did get that, but also at times I was like why I was just like why? I was like all of this is fake. Why is it happening? Like why do I care? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the only thing, the only people that needed to, this needed to be kept secret from were their dads. Yeah, they didn't do a very good uh, job of justifying yeah. why the friends couldn't know, or why she couldn't just and, say, this yeah. is my sister, we're and, friends. I mean, Obi says, like, you could have at least told me, which is like, yeah, this is your boyfriend, <laughs> like, come mm-hmm. on. She was like, I wanted them to like you for you, and not just because you're my sister, and I'm like, well, why, you could in- still introduce her as your sister, and then let them grow to like her, like yeah very silly yeah (laughs) um on julian's part anyway um julian says that she looks just like their mom zoya never knew their mom so she's like and i'm sure she's heard it before from like her dad um but uh and then julian says that she has her plan to incorporate her into the friend group and then we also learn that we heard earlier uh when julian was like i like her shoes the shoes were a gift from julian um so she was already trying to plant a seed um, next, we get a scene on the Met Steps. Very important, the Met Steps in Gossip Girl lore. I was recently by the Met Steps, and I said something about Gossip Girl. My boyfriend was like, what? Yeah, uh, I was like, get out. <laughs> oh, that, that is, oh, that's upsetting to me. So sad. Um, that's okay. He asked me the other day, he said he thought Caitlyn Jenner was one of the Kardashian sisters. So, <laughs> you know, he's... I mean, that's sort of. Um, anyway, so... Max announces to the group that they're going to Dumbo Hall after school, and Obi says he has to stuff envelopes at a charity he's involved with. Um, then we see Zoya across the street, um, and she's waiting for the light 
and one of them goes who waits for the light and julian's like she's not from here um so she finally crosses the street and she sits on the lower steps um you know as one does and then julian calls out to her and is like i like your shoes can i get a picture um and her friends are all like why is she talking to her um and then you know she gets the picture they also she has a scarf in her hair it's like as a headband um and yeah it's a great callback Mm -hmm. to the original because someone luna maybe is like oh she's wearing a headband yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) everyone wore head i mean you know it's like the iconic headband Mm -hmm. from the original that was really funny oh she gets the scarf is belonged to their mother um and then uh julian takes it and like wraps around her neck instead um and she gets the picture then zoya notices one of obi's pins for a place he volunteers at and so then they start talking about it because she's like zoya's like oh they do great work um she's like i'd love to go sometime um and obi gets really excited because none of his friends ever want to go do charity work with him um so they quickly bond over that and someone mentions that obi is guilty rich because he's the wealthiest Mm. in the friend group so then julian is talking about as as she's like about to post the picture and she like tags zoya whose handle is a lot of z which is cute um and julian is like you're about to get a lot of new followers and also you should have your handle be your name so that people can find you and zoya's like why would people why would i want people to find me she's like huh she's so real um and then uh julian my parents told me you shouldn't be able to be found on the internet and then uh julian says that uh she should come to hang out with him at dumbo hall later and they're all just kind of like huh um then we get back to constance the teachers are looking at the tweet they tweeted and they're like nobody has liked this has anyone even seen it um but also it's a bad tweet um, they had no profile picture they didn't follow anybody they didn't tag anybody (laughs) that your students don't use this platform what are you doing um anyway then they see julian zoya and monet and monet like looks at them and is like which one of them do you think i should get fired next alluding to the fact that she is the reason all of those teachers just which i think is when i texted you that i might also consider gossip girling these children if i had to deal with yeah, them like that was, they, they that truly was are like terrible yeah i mean you no. do you do have like i do think they they yeah no they suck mm-hmm. yeah the no, gossip girl stuff is like illegal but they do suck mm-hmm. kate is like what did you say and then you know it's just like rude um and then kate is like to the other teachers meet at my house later so they're gonna figure this out um then it's the end of the day zoya and her dad are talking about zoya's day um she lies and like you know he's like waiting for the information about julian and she's like you know telling him about all the other stuff like you know her classes and stuff she's like a little nerd it's cute she eventually goes i saw julian once across the courtyard lie and then she says that someone invited her to go get gelato in the village um and he doesn't want to let her go but he's like you have to be, you can go but you just have to be back by nine um so she goes down to the doorman because uh julian she like texts julian and says she's gonna come and julian's like i left something at the doorman for you and so she goes downstairs to the doorman and she says hi i just moved oh i mean i'm staying with my grandma um they are staying in this apartment illegally um 
illegally. Yeah, I wasn't, it's I wasn't very... sure about that. So it's it's her, it's like their grandmother's apartment. Their names are not on the lease or anything. Uh, they're just that's just kind of the place yeah. they're okay. staying. Um, I don't think the doorman would care. So she's just you know trying to keep their story straight. Uh, the doorman would not be like, oh, I'm calling the building management company. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, housing should be better. So she says, and she gets the bag that uh, was dropped off at the door for her. Then we go to Kate's apartment. Um, this one teacher, his name is Jordan, and I forgot to say that. Um, I could not get many of the teacher's names except for Wendy and Jordan um, and Kate. So Jordan is like saying that they have to use Instagram uh, because their students are not on Twitter, which is also funny to me because Kate is still relatively young. Um, she's obviously not as you know old, young as the students, but you'd think she would know about Instagram. Well, she at least will not be very like socially savvy either. <laughs> But she was literally on Instagram. Oh, that's true. In the beginning. Oh, that's true. She yeah, follows no, Julian. <laughs> right. Yeah. That is which stupid. Is kind of in a, which is super inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, I realize that their bar is low here, but, like, there was a whole thing at, I mean, my high school and probably you guys is too, where it's, like, you are not allowed to find your well, teachers on yeah, yeah, I but I think it's different because Julian's like a verified account. Like, she's famous. Yeah, but she's a minor. Like, you, that's... It's, I don't think Constance Billard is in the business of re, of firing teachers. The like, because if the kids are controlling, they probably fire you if you don't. Yeah, exactly. Her I was Instagram. like, the kids probably want the teachers to follow Julian. That's just yeah, insane. very strange. Very strange. Anyway, so um, then they start talking about what worked for the original Gossip Girl, um, and in this new age, they have to tag people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, or they're not going to see it if it's just a random account that types out words mm -hmm. uh, like they did with that stupid tweet. Um, and then they talk about the whole thing that launched Gossip Girl was like the whole Blair versus Serena thing. So they have to center someone that people are actually drawn to. And they're obviously their first thing is Julian. But they're like, but Julian is so nice. Um, that like, so nice. Yeah. Um, She's nicer yeah. than some of the others, but uh, yeah, she's she yeah. Has. But yeah, they made a good point of like if you target someone who everyone already hates, it's not going to attract the same amount of attention. Because I think they did initially, they did initially think of Monet. Yeah, they were like she's the villain um, and she's clearly behind all of this, but that's not going to get them the same amount of attention to launch the account. Mm -hmm, exactly. Which means that they're like just. We, what we need to do is just straightforward bullying yeah. instead of like calling someone out for mean behavior. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and like so... this whole thing when they were talking about Gossip Girl, like throughout the episode, they talk about it several times about like how to craft a rumor that's going to get attention and like does it matter? Like, oh, is this true? It doesn't really matter once we put it out there. Like, every it's going to make it true. Like, you know, oh, and they yeah. talk about Blair and Serena. Like, did they really hate each other that much? No one knows, but like Gossip Girl posted about it, so it became true. And, like, it was good commentary and, like, the themes yeah. I liked and they made sense. But so much of it felt like it was just being explained to us by the characters and mm -hmm. not letting us kind yeah, of see I mean, the story it, develop as much. Yeah, it's dialogue written for the people who didn't watch the original series, I think. And it's yeah. also an explanation of how, like, page six works. But, like, yeah. yeah. I do think that this is a smart like strategy for 
like what they're doing as Gossip Girl, but it is interesting how they like within the space of like six hours went from having no idea how to do this to being like communication strategists. But uh, so they're like, we need so Julian. They're saying that Julian doesn't have rivals. Um, they're like, well, we could create one in her sister. She you know she just started going here, um, and they're like, but do we have anything on her? And they like they show something. And then they're like, but we have to save that for later. Um, and then Kate says a line that actually kills me. Uh, Take the power back. Do some good. I wrote an LOL in the middle of this line. Do some good. All right. And save the future. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then you see everyone getting ready for the night. Um, I do believe that Positions by Ariana Grande is playing at this point. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, the the first brand new Gossip Girl post comes up with narration by Kristen Bell. She's back. I was back. so glad to hear <laughs> Kristen Bell back as Gossip Girl. That made me very happy. Yeah, no. That's it, another thing where it's like I will watch this just to hear Kristen Bell narrate. Like you know, like I don't uh -huh. even if I don't care about the characters. No, she's Reboots. back. <laughs> um, it was very exciting to hear her voice. I will say that was like. It highlight is of the episode. The third for me. pilot we've covered on yeah. this show that has voiceover by <laughs> Which Kristen Bell. Bell <laughs> yes. No, she. It's amazing that she uh, has had a career as an on-screen actress and not just voiceover. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she says, um, basically, Gossip Girl was saying a really long thing. I didn't write a lot of because it wasn't as it was frankly wasn't as uh, catchy as what Dan used to write. And then, so basically the big thing she says is, you've been getting away with things for too long. And there's a big secret among the ruling class of Constance Billard. Ooh. Um, so then we're getting to Dumbo Hall. Julian enters and Monet and Luna ask what they're tagged in. Like, did, did you see the post? Because um, they actually tagged the importance, important with air quotes, students this time. Um, and Max is like, it's probably just a teen trolling, so he blocks the account. I thought it was kind of refreshing how they, like, did not give a shit at first. Yeah. Because in, in the original, like, it was just an interesting sort of, like, generational commentary. Because mm -hmm. in the original, like, the moment somebody's phone goes off, it's like, you know, holy shit, all hands on deck. Yeah. And yeah. half of them are just like, what? So then Zoya goes up in the elevator, and she is in the elevator with Obi. He does not immediately recognize her. She didn't look all that different. I mean, I guess her hair was straight. Um, well, he was, was like, it? "Oh, you're wearing a fancy dress." I didn't re like. Yeah. You look like Julian. I like. I think yes, that he was does the say you look it. like yeah. Julian. Um, he was like, "Oh, as you know, they're waiting for uh, Ob to show up." Audrey is still trying to understand why Julian's being so welcoming to Zoya when she's practically a stranger. Um, Zoya and Ob do show up. He gives her a pin from the volunteer, the place where he volunteers, and she's like, "Thank you." Um, Max starts talking about how he's going to get wasted and laid. Um, and then Audrey looks at Jul not Julian, Zoya's outfit and says, nice hand-me-down. Um, little dig there. Then Julian starts to give the most, like, this talk about all of the rules um, for school for Zoya to follow. And, like, she starts, so she mentions that Constance and St. Jude's, um, St. Jude's used to have its own building, but now they are in the same building as Constance, blah, blah, blah. And then she says so many rules that, like, Zoya's eyes glaze over, and they also, like, the dialogue kind of glazes over as well. Also, her um, tip that they use the app's signal to send sex 
That is very smart, also kind of horrifying. Signal is a secure app that a lot of journalists use to get tips, like without someone getting like, you know, mm-hmm. uncovered as a whistleblower. Um, I was like, oh, that's really smart, but also oh, really frightening. I did not know what Signal was, thank you. Um, <laughs> Uh, and yes, she's like talking about all the different apps they use. Um, when you get an Uber Black, uh, it's very, it's too much information yeah. that I was like, this yeah. doesn't make any they... sense. Um, and then Julian says that this isn't a school where you get, where you get to know the teachers because they're always gone. Uh, and Zoya's like, oh yeah, probably because um, private school teachers make less money than public school mm-hmm. teachers. Um, stuff like that she's like saying like talking about systemic issues and they're like yeah they're like what julian says she'll add zoya to the group text and everyone else is like huh um they really don't like this we get some max and audrey and aki interactions uh max is hooking up with some people and audrey like you know gets up and had gotten up and walked away um from the group and Max says to her, poor Audrey Hope, married and monogamous at 16. Um, he starts making her feel self-conscious about things with Aki. He's flirty with her. Um, he's like so saying- So much sexual chemistry between these <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he offers her the pill that's on his tongue and she says no and walks away. Then, um, because now she's annoyed that Max was getting to her, she finds Aki and pulls him into a not that secluded area. <laughs> Um, and like the curtain doesn't do a thing. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he goes down on her and she's looking at Max across the way. And this is actually working. Yeah. And Aki does notice this, uh, but he kind of just keeps like she like pushes his head back, but he does keep going. Um, so what's that about? Then we get a new Gossip Girl post, which explains that Julian is the reason that Zoya got her scholarship because um, Julian's dad, Davis, uh, funds, like gives money to the school, obviously. He's a big music producer. Um, So he, part of the money that he gives goes to fund this arts scholarship, which is how Zoya got into this, like is able to pay for the school. And Zoya is very upset because um, she is like, did someone deserve this more than me? Mm -hmm. Because she's like, oh, so you read this application and you gave it to me. Um, And then Julian goes, why would you think someone deserves something more than you? Yeah, I I wrote that down. Mm -hmm. That was 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 a good line. Yeah, that was Uh hitting the nail on the head of the series and the original Mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. Like once you understand that mindset, Mm -hmm. I think you can you can understand like how to actually reach the kids i think yeah um and so then everyone is upset because julian kept the secret for them so they're like oh so you knew that zoya was coming like you planned it and they're like why didn't you tell us and she's like guys i had to keep it a secret um and she's not she says don't make any sense and then obi just kind of looks at her and is like you didn't even tell me um, and Audrey's like, we don't keep secrets. And I'm like, have you never been to, like, high school? Like, yeah, I was like, that's crazy. Like, our friend day. group's different. Like, We've known each other since we were never kids. Keep... We don't I'm like, keep yeah, secrets. Yeah, sometimes you have, I, I don't know. I was like, this is life. This is yeah, life. I was like, this was, I, the, the explanation was absolutely lost on me. Anyway, then uh, there, we have left Dumbo Hall and Zoya and Obi are like walking together. They're in the rain. Um, and Obi is like, it's like 
raining pretty hard at this point, and Zoya doesn't want to return uh, Julian's dress messed up because it's very expensive. I don't think Julian would care, but Zoya cares. Um, and Obi is like, oh, well, you can, my place is near here. You can wait out the rain for a little bit and maybe dry your dress. Um, and Zoya checks her phone. It is eight o'clock. She has to be home at nine. Logically, she should have been late. Uh, I just wanted to say that. Uh, I was I was confused about <laughs> where she lives. Yeah. I don't think she lives in Brooklyn. Anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure that her grandmother lives in Manhattan. Uh, but Obi, so they go into Obi's building. This whole building is his. Um, and uh, Obi says that he has, uh, he can put their clothes in the sauna and it'll, they'll dry really fast. Um, so they start to take off their wet clothes. Oh no, um, he says he says that she's oh, like, yeah. where can I change? Yeah. Where can I like, change? Oh, you you're, yeah. you can't like walk in wet clothes across yeah. this floor because my mother will Girl, kill yes, me. Girls, like, if a guy a says line. that to you, if a guy says you yeah. need to strip Leave. right here because you can't drip water on the floor, leave. He is a creep. No. As if as if his mother cleans the apartment. As if his mother is ever there. As if expensive floors are going to be ruined by a few drops of water. They're actually not. Maybe if you I left was, a whole yeah, pool I of water. Like, no. Also, if he's really a guilty rich, he should say, fucking ruin these floors. I don't care. They're stupid. No. He's Bro. like, change right here in front of this window instead. I won't look. I promise. I really expected him to look. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't look. But what's worse is we we cut to downstairs jordan is snapping the teacher teacher is snapping pictures of them as they take off their clothes yep right Um, in front of a window (laughs) um this was the craziest thing that happened in the pilot was him snapping these pictures for first off he had to have followed them so he knew they were all at dumbo hall immediate prison yeah like abolition but not for the yeah so here's where it didn't work for me because then he runs to kate and he's all wet and he's like the only thing i feel grosser about than taking these pictures is giving them to you right now to post publicly and he was like this is illegal isn't it and i was like i would i would be more fine with this if you didn't have a problem if you were just evil if you were just like right, oh, yeah. obviously the audience is like holy shit yeah and he says i should be arrested and i was like yes yeah so if it you're was... showing regret you could just not do it but i would kind of buy it more if you were just like look what i got fuck these kids yeah well yeah, yeah i mean yeah if you're gonna be evil then be evil and all yeah like sit in it, it felt like they were trying to make us partly sympathetic to the teachers but that was actually backfiring no. for me and making me oh, hate no. them more Mm-mm. I think I, frankly, now having seen the whole season, I can't even tell what they're trying to do with the teachers. Like, some of them, some of them, I feel like, have fewer moral qualms than others. Well, they got actually no... Not enough. They didn't get any, at least in the pilot, they got no individual characterization whatsoever. And I feel like it might have helped if they kind of picked one, Kate, for instance, and, like, give us a little more backstory of who she is and why she would do this terrible thing. Yeah flashback episode (laughs) and i mean they like later on she does get a bit more characterization um and she does become the one that has the moral qualms with what they're doing but it's not in the pilot so it's unhelpful here it felt so Um, like it felt so much like they were trying to avoid creating one really evil villain um by giving us like this ensemble of teachers and not getting too specific about any of them and like having them share the blame and all but 
one really evil villain would have been eviler but also would have been more yeah. compelling i think rather than mm-hmm. all of these teachers just suck yeah which is true um anyway then we also see it's been a little while uh obi and zoya are talking um and he says that he's talking about like him and julian he says it doesn't feel like they're really dating anymore she he's just kind of her insta boyfriend um and they got together before she be like blew up as like an influencer so he like remembers a totally different side of julian that she doesn't really seem to tap into anymore um mm. and some i can't remember i'm pretty sure it's him that says this it's her world it's not ours um which is not a good space to be in if you are in a relationship. And then Zoya mentions that two years ago on her birthday, she got a DM from Julian, and uh, they've been talking ever since, and the Julian that she got to know over her DMs is different from the one that she met today, but Mm. she's pretty sure that that Julian is still in there. Then they sit quietly, a phone beeps, the rain has stopped. It stopped a while ago. Um, So Zoya's like, I'm going to get home. Uh, so then Zoya gets back home. Her dad's waiting for her and she thinks she's about to get in trouble, but he like gives her a hug and it's like, it's not even nine. I'm so glad I can trust you. So I really don't know how long it took her to get home slash how long she was at Obi's, but it must not have been that long if she was still able to get home before nine. Zoya is about to text something in the group chat, but Luna and Monet leave it. Um, and then, uh, it's like the next day and she gets a notification of the pictures of her and Obi um, changing in front of the window. Um, so she runs into the bathroom to call Julian and explain. And Julian is like, I know nothing happened. It's totally yeah, fine. We're not going to let Gossip Girl win. It's remarkably level-headed. Yeah, for, I actually, like, yeah. I did. <laughs> One thing I really liked about this pilot was that they didn't go for the cliche of oh they immediately turn against each other Mm -hmm. and they actually kind of played with that and they were like no both of these sisters know that this is bullshit um Mm -hmm. and so they didn't let the gossip instantly ruin things but they showed how over time it actually did erode at the relationship um Mm -hmm. so that was was actually really refreshing how they yeah yeah yeah. Um, so she talks about how uh, they have to be strategic about this and they're going to make it clear that there's no rift between them. Um, then Zoya hangs up the phone and then Max leaves the group chat. It's crazy that Max was in the group chat in the first place. It's I would see, I would assume he never uses it. Um, anyway, uh, then we get to Constance. Uh, Obi gets to school and like people are standing there very mad with him that he could be cheating on Julian. Mm-hmm. Like Julian is like the it girl everyone mm-hmm. loves her so they're like how could you do this to her and then aki runs up to obi and is like i have been defending your your honor for like half an hour um <laughs> he's a nice friend yeah um and then obi's like i would never do that to julian monet luna and julian are walking to school talking about how they're going to fix this and julian says zoya is a 14 year old nobody and i'm me it was weird that Julian was surprised that people in school, like, were defending her and cared about her. I don't think she was actually surprised. I think she was, I think that was part of her act of, like, this is how I regain the power, is is acting mm-hmm. above it and then continuing yeah. with this plan. Mm-hmm. And so people, you then you see if she gets to school and people are already very taking this very seriously. Um, because I think that Monet and Luna mentioned 
how is it going to look mm-hmm. for your image that it seems like your boyfriend is cheating on you with your little sister? Um, As if that's, like, your fault. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Um, then they get into a lift, which is where Julian says that she got a regular lift so that they can talk. Um, um, and Aren't they just different types of cars? What? Yeah, like, I don't... It's it's yeah. she made it seem as though Uber Blacks are bugged. Uh yeah. Which or I don't like know. because it's a more expensive car that maybe the driver is like in your world of rich people. Mm. They're still a fucking Lyft driver. <laughs> I think I that's yeah. plausible if you use if you are like a person who has a driver, you know? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But like not lift where you're just calling a random car it feels it feels very much like a self-important person thinks they are far more important than they really are this this stuff here so she apologizes and julian starts talking about how she she researched old gossip girl and she thinks that they should take a page from the blair and serena playbook and beat gossip girl at her own game um so they have to lie in return and plan a public showdown so that they can get Julie and her power back. And it was a very stupid plan. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Um, but then again, Julian is dumb. Yeah. Uh, so that's why she has Monet and Luna working for her because she is not smart. Mm-hmm. Um, she pays them. I don't. They should unionize. <laughs> unionize. I don't know. <laughs> unionize your friend groups, kids. I can't remember. If she pays them. I feel like this might have gotten brought up, and I can't remember. I actually think it's really smart how they're, like, act like PR representatives in a way, because, like, that's actually, like, a really good skill in a way for for college and, and, like, internships. I mean, like, it's not stupid. Well, to Mm -hmm. me, it very much felt like they were just kind of helping her because they benefit from being friends with her, and that's why they went against her wishes, you know, and said, "Um, we're going to take control of this. If this were Blair, it would be like you don't have a choice. Like you yeah. are styling me, you are dealing with my. No, they do. Media. They do this. Um, they do this because they are savvy, and Julian yeah. is a little dumb. Uh, but no. But eventually, Monet does leave Julian because she's like, I've had enough of you. Um, and she goes and like helps other clients. So I don't think that um, like I think I, those people are paying her. I, I don't think Monet's getting paid from Julian to happen in this pilot. <laughs> it should have. Um, There was a moment where I thought that that's what was happening, but we'll get there. Um, Anyway, so then uh, it starts talking about uh, how they're going to have this showdown at the Christopher Rogers show that Julian is walking in. She's going to get Zoya a seat, but will forget to put her on the list for the party. And then Zoya will have a meltdown, which one of Luna or Monet will get a video for on Gossip Girl. You kind of hear this explanation as you see them getting ready for the show. Um, And Julian says they have to stay out of each other's way until then. And then Julian sends a DM to the Gossip Girl account. Then we go to Max's house and we see Audrey, Max, and Aki getting ready for the party. Audrey is very annoyed about Julian lying. And I feel like Audrey and Aki and Max are both kind of like, it's whatever um, at this point. I feel like they're ready to move on. Such a guy mentality. Um, And then Aki is like, I think Julian had a reason. Aki is like always the most reasonable. And then Max is like, this is ridiculous. Um, And then he pulls something out of the closet for Aki to wear. This is where Aki makes the guest bar in a way reference. Um, And he says he doesn't like Mm -hmm. to stick out. 
says the guy that just made a Gaspar Noé reference. And has um, pink hair. <laughs> um, and then Max starts to get a little flirty, uh, says he already does stick out. So someone does he has up. pink hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then our, Aki starts to leave to change, and Max is like, no, stay. And so Audrey has left the room by now. Um, so they're both just, like, changing together in a homoerotic manner. Yeah. Uh, and then Audrey comes back and watches them both changing. And she seems into it. Um, yeah, she bites her lip in a really obvious way, where I was like, we get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's funny, because, like, I guess it's a good thing they made it so obvious, because, like, if they hadn't, like, the only reason I know this is really going to thruple territory is because Kara has already told me. But, like, if I didn't know that, I would be like, this feels like they're setting up a thruple, but I wouldn't let myself believe it because TV doesn't normally And do that's that. the thing. I didn't let myself believe it because I thought it was going to go. I couldn't decide. I thought it was just going to be, like, you know, normal love triangle. Yeah. And Max was either going to end up with Aki or end up with Audrey. I couldn't tell yeah. which way it was going to go. Um, and I would have been, like, like rolled my eyes a little. No, but it's but... kind of refreshing that, like, yeah, that... no. You know, they actually did do that. I'm actually glad they went there. Yeah. Um, anyway, they, um, Julian arrives at the armory. She's getting ready for the show. Luna and Monet get there, and they're like, this plan is dumb. Uh, they're right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and Luna says, this was my favorite line of the pilot. Luna says, you think just because she's your sister, she doesn't have it out for you? Ever heard of Shakespeare? Succession? The Bible? Um, and it's just funny to me. So they're they're like you need something bigger than this, and Julian is like, no, it'll work. They do need something bigger than this. Like that that is very uninteresting. Um, anyway, so they continue to tell Julian that Zoya is just just wanted an in, and they then say you're losing followers, which makes her pay attention because yeah, that's the one thing that gets her because mm-hmm, Julian is like, I need my followers. Um, But then it's very clear that Monet and Luna have something up their sleeves that they're not telling Julian about, um, which is normal for them. Mm -hmm. Um, This is also intercut with bits at Kate's apartment. All of the teachers are, like, sitting around because they've gotten the tip from Julian that something's going to go down at this fashion show. So they're, you know, waiting around for something to happen. Um, And then they live stream the show. Uh, So Zoya arrives. Um, Obi is waiting for her, like, uh, like Julian said he'd be. Um, but Monet runs into Zoya as she makes her way over to Obi, which causes Zoya to drop her phone. Um, Monet also drops her phone, switches their phones. Classic um, phone mm-hmm. switch. I was yeah. like, Zoya, I can't believe you fell for that. <laughs> I'm just more surprised she didn't try to use her phone at all in the intervening minutes and yeah. didn't realize that it yeah. wasn't her phone. <laughs> I can give her I can give her that she fell for the phone switch because she is young and a yeah. little naive. But um, I'm, just, I'm really surprised that she didn't click on girl. her phone at all in yeah, like that's what, what five, gets ten me. minutes. A fourteen-year-old <laughs> didn't pick up her phone before the show started. Yeah, that is. Let's think. Um, anyway, so then Max walks by and Luna is like, "Ooh, you're you're perfect for our plan," and pulls him into the bathroom, um, and they're gonna do a photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and then the show is about to begin. Max and Luna come back from the bathroom, and in the middle of the show, Monet airdrops the photo that they took of Max in the bathroom to everyone from Zoya's phone. So Zoya is airdropping this uh, 
lewd photo of Max. I mean, it was meant to, to be a dick pic, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <I'm just clarifying. laughs> to yeah, because some people were, you hear in the crowd, someone's like, oh my God, I don't want to look at that. And someone goes, oh, not bad. <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and what so- a strange way to make Zoya look bad. Like, I get that it would be effective, but like, also how yeah. strange. This is. But also this at the same time, like it was sent from her phone, but then Monet's like, that girl in the orange dress did it, but she's the one holding the phone. And I feel like <laughs> Zoya could have been like, wait, like, oh, this phone isn't mine. I didn't actually send it. Like, yeah, Zoya was I, very confused in this moment. Yeah, so Zoya is, is looking fair. around. Also like, yeah, Zoya is yeah. looking around, like, why is everyone on their phones? And then she pulls out the phone that she thinks is hers. Um, yeah. It says that Zoya's phone is airdropping yeah. something, and she notices the picture of Monet and the dogs yeah. as the background, and is like, this is not my phone. Um, so Zoya gets escorted out by security as Julian is walking down the runway, and then Julian like lights a, mat- lights a lighter, and then there's like this effect with the fire on the stage, mm-hmm. and then there's like this, like, uh, they get a couple of pictures of Julian and Zoya like kind of staring at each other for a second as the flames are lit up. Yeah. Um, very dramatic. Mm. Uh, and then Zoya is escorted out. Um, so the teachers are watching this go down on the live stream of the fashion show. And then Monet DMs the picture of Zo- Zoya leaving as Julian is still on stage. And uh, then they're, they start to see their follower count increasing. So Gossip Girl <laughs> is finally getting some traction. Thanks mm-hmm. to this scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, then we are outside the armory. Zoya um, confronts Julian. She's like, why didn't you do something? Julian was... I, she was I, I, I was to be on Julian's side here. By the, yeah, I was like, what was she going to do? She's on stage. She's yeah. stop professional. This huge fashion show. Also, like, she didn't like, know what was going on. Yeah, no yeah I was going to say, she didn't have her phone on her. Yeah. And also, like, when you're on stage, like, with lights, you can't necessarily yeah, like, what see what's Zoya going on in the audience. Yeah, expect her to fucking do? Like, jump yeah, off stage and be really like, why are you being taken away, sister? <laughs> yeah, no, that was show. very I was strange. like, what? <laughs> Yeah. And even Julian is confused. Julian was like, it's the middle of the show? Um, like, then... yeah, sure, she can reprimand her friends after, but, like, she probably would have done that yeah, anyway. So, but, I mean, so... what worked for me was, like, that complaint was stupid, but then Zoya did have some other complaints that were a little bit more valid. She's like, you yeah. lied to me to get me to come here. I had a mm-hmm. life, and I had friends in Buffalo. You yeah. told me to come move to this new school to be with you. And yeah. it's been shitty, and you've been lying and like not wanting to tell people we're sisters. And yeah, she's like, yeah, your this friends is just are like dicks. the straw that yeah. broke her back. Uh-huh. And uh, Jane is not Jane. I was reading ahead. Julian is uh, says their mom wanted them to be together. That's why mm-hmm. she gave them the clue, which is their middle names, Elizabeth and Jane. Uh, like I, the Bennett. I, that was like, yeah, that was over my head. I was like, what? It also went over my head until she said it again, and I was like, oh, pride and prejudice. But there's five um, minutes, sister. So like, what? I, I, don't I know. thought that was such a stretch. Yeah, it was like it was almost there. Um, but whatever. Also, because it was like Julian, Elizabeth, and then Zoya, Jane, and I was like, oh, there's two J's, so it should have been Jay Z, Jay Z, right? Like, I don't. Huh. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, but. Zoya then says to Julian, you only care about how other people see you, which is true. Um, And (laughs) Julian is like, I can't have my influence taken away from me. Um, And Zoya basically says, I wish I never came here. (laughs) Julian is like, well, maybe you shouldn't have. You can learn me where you can leave me. And Zoya says, I've learned enough. I'm not going to leave either. There's room for more than just you to matter. 
I think this is when I wrote down reading from my notebook here has anyone ever taken a writing class yeah no these lines were um but then julian's last dig is people like you don't win they steal just like your dad did um terrible i mean um i mean that's like you know that could bring that up in every fight yeah, you know that was that was that was very much on purpose the that bringing yeah, that yeah, up yeah, um yeah. but i was like ooh. uh Anyway, with that, she gets in the car. Obi's in the car. He looks unhappy. Um, He's just looked unhappy the whole episode. Uh, And that's just his MO, is to look unhappy. Um, And then you don't really care that he's unhappy because he's not interesting. But then he, they're driving away, and Julian's like, oh, good, you can come with me to this thing. And Obi is like, I feel like such an idiot um, because things have gone too far. He gets out of the car and breaks up with her. Um, He's like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, which is fair. He he almost yeah. like ladybirds himself out of the car, which would have been more interesting because yeah. then maybe he would have gotten hit by a car. So then Zoya returns home. Her father is waiting for her. This time he's mad um, because the whole Julian thing has showed up on the internet. Um, so now he's like, this looks this looks like it could be fraud. Oh, by the way, he's a lawyer. Um, I never said that's never said, but he's a lawyer. I mean, it very much could be fraud. Um, He's right. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, I didn't know that Julian got me that scholarship. I thought like I got it on my own. And then she looks at him. She's like, I would have gotten it. Right. Uh, But we'll never really know. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, her dad says that to her. Well, now you'll never know. Yeah. And I kind of liked that line. It was a little cliche, but I was like, yeah. Yeah. My whole thing is, um, Zoya has an art scholarship, but never does anything arts related throughout the entire season one. And I'm like, well, I got in the pilot. It's like, you know, we have a a bunch of other stuff going on, so that's fine. Yeah. She goes to see a play. She goes to see Jeremy O'Harris's play and then makes a friend with Jeremy O'Harris. And that is the artsiest thing she does. I, you know, I think that's fair because every time, you know, when I first moved to New York City, um, I was interning at an arts magazine and I once brought Jeremy O'Harris some coffee and I'm actually like the most successful artist of all time now from that one interaction. Um, I mean, I, just I haven't existing told you near because... Jeremy O'Harris makes <laughs> no, you better. Just, like, that's, the idea of like going to a play and having contacts because you were in the audience is really funny. Yeah. If only. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, she 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 does, like, they have a full conversation. Like, his cameo is actually quite large. Um, but anyway, then Julian leaves the group chat. So this is, it's just, it's just Zoya in this sad little group chat. Yeah, that was, that was funny. Yeah. Also, Kara, can you imagine, like, the original, like, can you imagine if there was a group chat with, like, Chuck and Blair and Serena and me and Dan? Like, that would be so stupid and that funny. Would... <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Just the conceit Um, of every character being in this group chat. That is really funny to think about, because they would Mm. be crazy in there. Oh, Um, God. Anyway, I feel like Chuck would leave it every day, and then someone would put him back, uh, and then he would continue to leave. Um, Anyway, we are nearing the end of the episode. Um, Thank goodness. Uh, It started to feel a little long after the first... Uh, gossip girl tip that actually had traction yeah. it uh, didn't have to be an hour it, it could have been long. 40 minutes easily so we see audrey and aki we go back to audrey's house they're having sex again 
Um, it's still taking a while for her to get off, but Aki like is like, you can think about him. And Audrey's like, huh? And she, he's obviously talking about Max, uh, but it works. Yeah, that uh, was kind of insane. I love that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, the whole stuff with Max is, like, frankly, inter- very interesting. Mm-hmm. No, it is. But I think the idea of it being, like, a 16-year-old, like, apologizing so much for, like, how long it's taking her to get off, it's like, you're 16. Like, are we supposed to assume that your partner is, like, amazing in bed and that either of you really know what you're doing? Like, I, you know, it was, like... Yeah. I yeah. feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, and then it goes back to Zoya's apartment because Nick sends a text to Davis, Julian's dad, um, an email. I'm sorry. They don't have each other's phone numbers. They hate each other. Um, that they need to talk. So uh, then we also see Zoya in the bathroom getting ready for the day. Um, I, oh, one of the pieces of advice that Julian gave Zoya in that conversation where her eyes glazed over was that you customize your uniform. Um, mm-hmm. That's like a thing. No one is wearing the uniform properly. Um, yeah, that was that's also a thing in the original. Yeah, series. which is true. I actually really like that point of Julian's, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like, they think they're not upholding patriarchy, but they are. Yeah. So just customize your uniform. Yeah. Um, so... Then we see we are back at Constance uh, and the crew, I just called them all that, they're Mm -hmm. standing on different parts of the balcony and Zoya comes up, starts coming up the school stairs dressed in her customized uniform, but this time she kind of customized it like in her actual style, not trying to like imitate Julian or anything like that. And then Obi comes up the stairs and says hi to Zoya. And Zoya asks him if he's going to RTC Alliance, which this is the first time I caught what the what the place he volunteered at was called. She asks if she can join him, and he's all excited because, like he said before, no one ever wants to come do his volunteer work with him. Um, and then Julian sees this, and she's upset. Um, and she runs back into school and runs into Kate again. But this time, she actually apologizes and says it was her fault. And then goes, I like your blazer. Um, so to Kate, she's like, Gossip Girl is working. Uh, and then you hear... Or Julian's just nicer yeah. than Monet. Yeah, yeah. like, um, and then uh, you hear Gossip Girl saying, I told you you couldn't hide from me. I told you I saw you. And then the episode ends with the teachers looking at their DMs as students have started sending in tips. They just keep growing. So now they have far too much power. Um, the end. That's the episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, I feel like this started to feel really long for me, um, which I think I noticed after the very first tip where we find out that Julian got Zoya the scholarship. Like we've talked about how on some of these streaming platforms, HBO especially, they have a lot of freedom and a lot of budget and a lot of, you know, they don't have those same limitations that network shows do. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's used to great effect and they can do great new things. But sometimes I feel like a little more restriction would have made them actually do better work. And I feel like this could have been 45 minutes or less, and it probably would have been a stronger pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think that, like, it just depends on the material, you know? Yeah. Because when Succession goes an hour and five oh, minutes, yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, it depends, yeah. 100%. Because, <laughs> you know? like, we've talked about this in different pilots. Like, when we watched Succession, we were like, that was long, but all of it felt necessary, yeah, you know? Yeah, we needed it. Um, this is a little too long, I think. Um, you did need to go back to the teachers, but I, I just, there were a few extraneous bits. I'm looking at my notes now because I wrote somewhere 
towards the very end, yeah, it's jail, but I don't know exactly what the <laughs> teachers did that made My me overall write that. opinion is like there actually are a lot of good ideas here. I'm into the thruple thing. I'm into honestly the Zoya and Julian thing, like I think is an mm-hmm. interesting take. And also I think showing the kind of gossip girl like the behind the scenes of who's constructing gossip girl and why and the characters yeah. reacting mm-hmm. to it is an interesting take versus the original um because yeah. i really do like the idea of knowing yeah. who it is from the beginning but i think my biggest issues with this pilot were i mean as kara has mentioned before the acting's not very strong throughout the ensemble no. but also the dialogue and like the scene crafting was pretty weak for the most part they had good ideas about what to, would happen in the plot but the individual scenes were not at all well constructed for getting us to like the characters, for conveying the information in an efficient way. Like, it was like someone's first draft outline of this plot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's like when I'm like approaching a piece to write or something, I really dislike the impulse within criticism to just say, this is how I would have done it, or this is... I think this was wrong and this is how you should have done it because that's not like the function of criticism mm-hmm. or it shouldn't be. I think that with a reboot and a revival, it's extremely hard to ignore that impulse because you are already like attached. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself having moments of doing, oh, it should have been like Georgina should have been the headmistress <laughs> or Monet should have tried to usurp Julian at the fashion show rather than Zoya because I feel as though in the original it would have been Blair's minions and she refers mm-hmm. to them as minions um trying using that moment of vulnerability to try to take over mm-hmm. and so i think that whether you're within criticism or not like that's just the issue with a reboot and revival right mm-hmm. is that the fans already are attached and even though we don't have the original characters and i know some will make appearances later you said but like within this pilot we don't have them yeah. we do have the original idea and it's enough mm-hmm. of a guiding force that like it's hard to turn off that like voice in your head that's saying why isn't it more like yeah. this thing that I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I, I like the same things that Adina said. She found compelling. Like the thruple was the reason I kept watching because I was almost like they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. But then they did, and so I was like, oh okay. Um, it feels really weird to be talking about this teenage yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a little refreshing odd. as like something to happen on TV, but I feel weird about it being teenagers' yeah. sex lives that I'm talking yeah. about. Strange. Um, I but, mean, at least the actors, yeah, the actors are, are, are all uh, yeah. Just to clarify, but like, yeah. Um, the other thing that I liked that kept me kind of interested to keep going was Monet and to a lesser degree Luna because I thought that their function was I wondered I wondered about their function in the show um, because it seemed like they had a lot more smarts than Julian and could easily pull this off without her um, slash so I wondered about it and I read I read an article like over the summer because Monet is really underutilized in the whole season um, she kind of like gets pushed to the side a great deal for some other plots that I found very uninteresting. Um, um, but, and I remember reading an article on like Refinery29 about it and Joshua Saffron was like, oh, well, she's going to have a lot more to do in the second part. And then she didn't really. Um, the last, like she, there are also like a few episodes she isn't even in. And like the setup oh, wow. for season two is that she is going to, it seems like she is going to make a bid to be the it girl 
but I was like, why yeah, did you I, wait so that long? That seems really obvious, yeah. Why did you wait so long to put that in? When in fact, to me, yeah. she's one of the more interesting characters. Um, that yeah. was something that pissed me off a little storytelling-wise. Um, yeah. That I wish had we had gotten into a bit, a bit sooner, because it's pretty clear at the end of the pilot that Monet and Luna don't are don't think Julian has good ideas, and I think that they could use the yeah. ideas on their own. And I think if Zoya wants to, I mean, obviously you're not going to take out the drama of these like half sisters getting to know each other and whatnot, mm-hmm. and the the scholarship thing, but like Zoya very clearly states like I do not want to be part of this. I'm not going to fight you. And that can set up a Blair Serena dynamic with Julian and Monet, but it sounds like you're saying that that mm-hmm. doesn't happen, which is disappointing. Not as much. I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, Luna does kind of go to Zoya and try to it girl her, but it doesn't super work because, again, Zoya is not that interested in it. I feel like Zoya does like some of, like, Zoya is a little. In a similar way that Dan is, Zoya is a little won over by some of the glitz and glam, but also she's 14. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she, it's yeah. it's like, of course she's you're going to be won over by the glitz and glam. It's like yeah. something completely different than what you're used to, um, even if you claim to be a better person than everyone else. Um, well, we talked a lot about stuff in between <laughs> scenes, which is why this took so long. Uh, but uh, we did it. We got through the episode. Um, uh, I know Adina's not going to watch any more of this. Yeah, um, <laughs> if someone paid me, I would. But I, I honestly, after hey, we talked about that's it, film I, criticism, baby. Like, I feel a little more charitable to it because, like, there, there are those ideas that I do like. It's not irredeemable, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's honestly in that zone that kind of annoys me the most, more than a completely bad show, because I'm like, there's enough good stuff here that I want it to be better, but it's yeah. not good enough to be as good as it could. But it's also not completely bad. Hmm. Yeah. Um, how about you, Mia? Would you continue? I think I would continue. Sorry for the airplane coming by as I'm speaking, but I, I think I will continue watching it because of the cachet of the original. Like, to me, mm-hmm. it doesn't really have anything to do with these other characters. It's, I want to see Georgina. I want to see Nate. I, I don't, I feel like I would have heard if, like, Blake Lively and Lane. Lane no, I would have told you. So they're not, um. I assume they're not half coming back. I want to see the original characters, and I want to see people with big closets and really nice shoes doing terrible things yeah and i don't think i'd feel that way if i weren't familiar with gossip girl and and just watched this pilot randomly Mm -hmm. but i'm i'm hooked in enough from hearing kristen bell narrate again Mm -hmm. you know and we don't meet that sort of a thing we don't meet georgina in season one but we do meet milo her son right her kid i read that Um, yeah i kind of forgot about her kid which is very funny um is that even how old would he be though he's like in middle school okay um all right yeah adina uh georgina once tricked dan into thinking that uh he was the father of her son um and i don't remember who the father is it's some like russian man uh that oh that's why she had to run from russia uh or whatever yes russia and that's why she tried to convince dan that it was his child Anyway, uh, so thank you, Mia, for joining us today to talk about yes, this show. This was fun. You. Thank you for having yes, me. Yes, it was nice to hear your thoughts. We love it. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll link M- Mia's socials in the description yeah. box. Um, she's been here enough. <laughs> we know where to find her. 
Thanks for listening. We want to hear from you now. If you have any thoughts about the Gossip Girl pilot you'd like to share with us or suggestions for shows we should watch, you can email us at itsinmyqpod at gmail.com. And in case you want to prepare for the next episode discussion with us, the next pilot we will be watching is Superstore. So go ahead and watch or rewatch that episode so you'll be ready for our thoughts on it next time. If you want to hear our TV thoughts that go beyond the pilot, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at itsinmyq.substack.com for our thoughts and TV news straight in your inbox every Friday. And if you liked what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends to listen. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at InMyQPod or on our personal Twitters. I am at Adina Terrific. And I'm at Kara underscore Powell. Thanks for listening and we hope we've helped you clear out your queue.